Today, the 25th day of December, unknown ages from the time when God created the heavens and the earth and then formed man and woman in his own image, several thousand years after the flood, when God made the rainbow shine forth as a sign of the covenant, 21 centuries from the time of Abraham and Sarah, 13 centuries after Moses led the people of Israel out of Egypt, 1,100 years from the time of Ruth and the Judges, 1,000 years from the anointing of David as king, in the 65th week according to the prophecy of Daniel, in the 194th Olympiad, the 752nd year from the foundation of the city of Rome, the 42nd year of the reign of Octavian Augustus, the whole world being at peace, Jesus Christ, the eternal Son, the eternal God and Son of the eternal Father, desiring to sanctify the world by his most merciful coming, being conceived by the Holy Spirit, and nine months having passed since his conception, was born in Bethlehem of Judea of the Virgin Mary. Today is the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ according to the flesh. I invite you to be seated.
pray. All powerful and unseen God, the coming of your light into our world has brightened weary hearts with peace. Call us out of darkness and empower us to proclaim the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Genesis. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. And to the man he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the fields. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. You are dust and to dust you shall return.
Genesis. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you, and I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice. Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. 
For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
reading from Isaiah. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. Both righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together and the little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
reading from Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God.
reading from Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn.
In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem to see this thing that has been taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child laying in the manger.
reading from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become the children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. <clears throat> well, we began, we began our service tonight with the Christmas proclamation. And so this proclamation has been used for centuries in the church, and it places the birth of Christ in history. So more specifically, it shows us that all of history reaches its high point in the coming of Christ at Bethlehem. From the beginning, through Noah, through Abraham, through Exodus, through King David, through the prophets, through the return from exile, through the Roman Empire, all things in history were directed to this moment, the moment when Jesus Christ himself enters into history, and, he's, and he enters into our story. He shares our flesh. So often we're tempted to get caught up in the nostalgia and sentimentality of this night. I know many of you grew up here. You long remember this service on Christmas Eve, the candles, the pews being filled, the sweetness of the singing, and that's Christmas for so many of us. But we must not be tempted to reduce this night only to what is nostalgic, because what we celebrate tonight is real. And we must not relegate the coming of Christ to a sentimental story, like the story of Santa Claus or Rudolph or Frosty. Those stories have their places, but they're not history. Jesus Christ coming into the world for us is history. It's history because he was really born a baby. God became a baby for us. Jesus Christ was a baby in a virgin's womb. He really was born. He really was overlooked by everyone and ignored by all but a handful of shepherds. And that makes all the difference. Stories are great. Fables are necessary. They're important to our culture. They're interesting. They're fun. But they do not save us from our sins. Fables do not deliver us from the grave. 
And so it makes all the difference that we celebrate on this night not a sentimental fable, not something nostalgic or something warm and fuzzy, but we celebrate the high point of history. When Luke tells us about the birth of Christ, he locates it in history. Right? In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus. Right? Luke is clear. Christmas doesn't take place in mythological time. It's not like the stories of the Iliad or the Odyssey. It's not like the tales of Zeus or other gods. The coming of Christ into the world is the true event in which the timeless creator of time enters into time himself. In the book of Galatians, St. Paul says that Christ came in the fullness of time. Paul doesn't just mean that Christ came at the right time, although that's true. Nor does he simply mean that all the preparations were made, the historical setting was arranged nicely, so it was time for Jesus to be born. But what Paul is getting at is that Christ came at the last possible moment, at the end point. St. Peter puts it like this in his first letter. Christ was destined before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. The birth of Christ in history means the end of an age and the beginning of a new one. The old world, which may have seemed so strong, was meeting its end in the birth of a baby on the outskirts of Jerusalem. And so even now, it's by this event that we count our years. We reckon our own history as before Christ and after Christ. We are in the year 2022, Anno Domini, year of the Lord. That is, it's been approximately 2,022 years since Christ entered into this world and marked the end of one age and the beginning of another. All of this happens in history. All of this happens because the one who is outside of time chose to enter it. The one by whom, through whom, and for whom all of creation was brought into being himself entered into what he had created. The infinite joined the finite. The creator joined his creation. The timeless joined us in time. And he takes on flesh so that he could redeem us, those of us in the flesh. This is the good news that we sing about tonight. It's the good news we sing about in the carol, O Holy Night. Right? O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. This is the night in which a thrill of hope breaks into a new and glorious morning. Although the English translation of that carol <clears throat> is nice, I think the French is better. <clears throat> the French literally starts the carol like this. Midnight, Christians, it's the solemn hour where the God-man descends to us. Indeed, tonight is the holy night but it's the solemn hour. And that word cuts against the sentimentality of so much of our Christmas experience. It cuts to the heart of it. Because tonight's not about sleigh bells. It's not about dreaming of a white Christmas. It's a solemn hour 
the solemn hour in which God becomes a human. A solemn hour because it's the hour that God has come for us. The hour when Christ exchanges everything with us. It's the hour he became what we are so that we could become what he is. He was born and placed in a manger so that we could be born anew in his kingdom. He took on our flesh so that our sinful flesh might be redeemed. He became poor so that we might become royalty. He became a son of man so that we might become children of God. He died so that we may have eternal life. Christ takes that full punishment of our sins. He takes on the evil of this world. He takes on the darkness and he exchanges it with light, with life, and with salvation. The Gospel of John says Christ is the true light that enlightens everyone, that all who receive him, he gives the right to become the children of God. Indeed, this is the solemn hour, and it's the solemn hour most especially for you. Let us enjoy singing tonight. Let us enjoy the candles. Let us enjoy all the warmth of this night, any nostalgia we feel, all the festivities of the holiday, let us enjoy it. Let us enjoy it first and foremost because it's all about receiving Christ who has come for us. It is the solemn hour of all of history because after Christ, history has become a new age, an age in which forgiveness is possible, an age in which we are redeemed and we're reconciled to God. Indeed, it's the solemn hour in which we can take all of our sins and failures to the Lord and trust that they're forgiven. God has given his son to enter into history for you, to take on flesh for you. This is the love of God for you. There's nothing he does not do to redeem you from the darkness of the hour, and this is our cause of joy. And it's not joy born out of cheap sentimentality, it's not joy born out of nostalgia. It is the joy born out of a real child in real flesh, a child who has come to make you a child of God. Amen.
Almighty God. You made this night holy, shining with the brightness of the true light. Grant that we may walk in the light of Jesus' presence. blessed us with your love. May we sing with all creation tonight your songs of praise, our joy to the world. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen.
Go in peace. Share the good news. Thanks be to God.